Folks, welcome to another fun filled hour of the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Today's date, March 8th. Wow. 2012 AD. Beautiful Old Town, Alexandria, United States of America, planet Earth, third planet from the sun. I'm your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. Just another 15 days until I embark upon a 14 day. Caribbean Cruise, I am looking for a substitute host to host my show until I get back on the 11th. Uh, So any of you out there who are interested in hosting a blog talk radio show that is streamed on the web everywhere and all across the globe, hit me up. Let me know if you want to do it. Uh, Wow. Where do we begin tonight? Yeah, God bless Billy Bob. Billy Bob has a great show on Blog Talk Radio. Not only is it <laughs> informative, but it is so humorous. I have played parts of his show, of Billy Bob's show, to so many people, and they absolutely love it. First, they want to know if that's his actual voice and if he actually speaks that way. And if, for some reason, they simply cannot stop laughing at his show. They think that the show is not only informative, but extremely funny. And so do I. Whenever I think I need to get some information along with a good, good, hearty laugh, uh, I tune into uh, Billy Bob's show. But uh, hey, uh, let's talk about what's going on here right now. Green energy. Uh, Obama's and his crew and his minions have let the cat out of the bag pretty much with regard to uh, his energy policy. 
We now know that the uh, skyrocketing gas prices have everything to do with what the Obama administration's plans really are for America. Obama continues to give speech after speech, com- press conferences, speeches, uh, suggesting that energy – Gas prices need to skyrocket in order to wean us Americans off fossil fuels. He has a vision for America that we should no longer rely on fossil fuels, gas, coal, whatever, that, that, anything having to do with that, and that we should embrace solar energy. Uh, electric cars, you know, that kind of thing. And since, you know, because we're not moving quite fast enough, he's going to go ahead and drag us to it. As Bill Maher, Bill Maher put, uh, put, it, put so bluntly and so eloquently when uh, most Americans resisted Obama's push for his health care plan, even though he might he wound up passing the bill and signing it into law anyway bill maher said that hey forget about persuading the american people you just need to drag them to it well apparently obama is taking the advice of mr maher and he's dragging us to clean energy by making it almost unaffordable for a great many of us to drive our cars get to the store and all that. But here's the folly in his plan. And that is, when energy prices go up, it's not just for those of us who drive from point A to point B. Energy prices, of gas prices, high gas prices affect everything we do. The, the cost of clothing, the cost of food, almost everything we buy, sell, trade, gets to us via gasoline-powered vehicles, fossil fuel-powered vehicles. There is not a viable alternative right now. So in the midst of an election cycle, our idiot president, who's touted as being such a brilliant man, has engineered gas prices to necessarily skyrocket just a few months before the election of 2012. That's brilliant. Let's see how that works out. That's right, Billy Bob writes. Also, Billy Bob writes in the chat. Please check out his show, Billy Bob Neck. The uh, Billy <laughs> Billy Bob Neck. The hour being good. <laughs> it's too much. I'm laughing right now. Just thinking about how cool this guy's show is. You must listen. You must. Um, <laughs> stop it. All right. So, uh, yeah. So uh, this is what the this is what the plan is. Now let's take a listen to. I got a couple of clips here that I'd like for you to take a listen to uh, with Barack Obama suggesting that it's. Re- and I know you've all heard these things before. But for the sake of uh, this show, let's first listen to my main man, Newt Gingrich, and how he breaks it down. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. And Speaker Gingrich, I'd like to begin with you. As you know, the president, sir, has uh, rejected any efforts to tie a payroll tax cut extension with the Keystone uh, pipeline and, and, and to reopen it uh, and, and to explore reopening it as well. He says that any other way to connect the two would be akin to adding an extraneous issue. Given his opposition and, and the likelihood that the Keystone issue could be up in the air for a year or more, how do you recommend Republicans deal with this to force the issue? You know, Neil, I sometimes get accused of using language that's too strong. So I've been standing here editing. <laughs> and I'm very concerned about not appearing to be zany. And, <laughs> but, I, but I want to paint a picture for all of us. The Iranians are practicing closing the Straits of Hormuz. 
The Canadian Prime Minister has already said to the American President, if you don't want to build this pipeline to bring, create 20,000 American jobs and bring oil through the United States to the largest refinery complex in the world, Houston, I'm going to put it straight west in Canada to Vancouver and ship the oil direct to China so you'll lose the jobs, you'll lose the throughput, you'll lose 30 or 40 years of work in Houston. And the President of the United States cannot figure out that it is, I'm, I'm using mild words here, utterly irrational to say, I'm now going to veto a middle-class tax cut to protect left-wing environmental extremists in San Francisco so that we're going to kill American jobs, weaken American energy, make us more vulnerable to the Iranians, and do so in a way that makes no sense to any normal, rational American. Sir, but you didn't answer my question. What do uh, to wait, try wait, to wait. move on this with, what, within a year? What should the congressional Republicans do? They should attach it to the middle class tax cut, send it to the president, force him to veto it, send it a second time. We had to send welfare reform to Bill Clinton three times. He vetoed it twice. By the third time, the popular outrage was so angry, 92% of the country wanted to have welfare reform, he decided to sign it. It happened to be an election year. I'd say to the president, you want to look like you are totally out of touch with the American people, be my guest, but I'm not backing down when we're right and you are totally wrong. Peggy Joseph took her daughter out of school early Wednesday for this. Her emotions ran high following Obama's speech. It was the most memorable time of my life. I, I, it was a touching moment because I never thought this day would ever happen. I won't have to worry about putting gas in my car. I won't have to worry about paying my mortgage. You know, if I, if I help him, he's going to help me. Uh, I never tire of that one. It's a classic. I wonder what she's doing right now. Perhaps she's uh, collecting a bit of welfare, maybe, to help her with her high gas prices. She's not going to have to worry about putting gas in her car or worry about paying her mortgage or any of those uh, any of those things because Obama's going to take care of her. I wonder where this woman is right now. I often wonder where the hell this woman is right now and what the hell is she thinking right now? Does she still support this clown of a president? I mean, what? <laughs> what the hell is going on? We're going to take some calls in just a couple of moments, but right now I want to go ahead and put Barack Obama's own words out there where recently he talks of, talked of the possibility of $12 for a gallon of gas. That's right. 12 bucks. Cash. If Iran decides to shut down the petroleum-rich straight home tomorrow, they believe 12 will skyrocket to $300 a barrel in minutes. A price that one speculator predicts would result in $12 a gallon of gas. $12. All right, that cl that clip was a little hard. Uh, it was a little bit hard to uh, to uh, to follow, but what the what the president is doing is both stupid and brilliant all at the same time. He's going to he's going to let gas prices rise as high as they can go. He's going to engineer it, in fact, and he's not going to take the blame or the responsibility for the gas prices going high, for energy prices necessarily skyrocketing. He's going to blame it on Republicans. He's going to blame it, on, blame it on Wall Street. He's going to blame it on Iran. He's going to blame it on the Jews. And he's going to say, you see? Do you see, folks? Do you see, Americans? This is what happens when you rely on fossil fuels. So it's not my fault. And what we should do in light of this it start mass producing electric vehicles and the like. Now, Southern Sense had a show earlier in the week where she exposed 
the folly of this, uh, these electric vehicles. The cost of driving an electric vehicle is prohibitive. First of all, the cost of the vehicle itself is far too expensive. But it's really not about saving money, folks. It's about this administration and most liberals wanting us to move away from those pesky, filthy, gas-guzzling gas vehicles. It's about clean energy, not expediency. It's not about going to the pump and paying a dollar for a gallon of gas or two dollars for a gallon of gas and driving on your way. It's those that filthy, combustible energy, combustible engine. It's horrible. And even if it costs us double to charge our electric vehicles, it's better because it's all about healing the planet. All right. We're going to take our first caller of the night. Caller, you're on with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Hello? Hello? Hello. Hey, how you doing tonight? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Who am I talking to? Um, they call me Mr. Colorado. Oh, there he is. Man, I wanted you on my show for a long time. You say the craziest, wildest, outrageous, nonsensical things, and everybody loves it. So I'm glad you called in. What do you got to say? Well, my thing today, you know, I'm listening to you saying about the gas prices. You guys must have forgot when George Bush was in the White House, the gas went up to 4 and 5 dollars. And then I heard Fox News mention, said, if anybody, I mean, they had all these people when they when it was George Bush's turn with the gas problem. Anybody think that we can fix this gas is a problem. But now since it's Obama's turn, oh, Obama this. And another thing I want to mention to you about the, the voting IDs. Okay, them same IDs that what all these states trying to change today, they voted for Reagan. They voted for Bush. They voted for uh, Clinton. They voted for every president. But now all of a sudden they ain't good enough for Obama. But them same ID people been voting for years with. That is a problem for President Obama. And you know, brother, I'm, I'm listening to your comments. Say, I understand you are conservative, and you got to do your thing. I ain't mad at you because everybody got their views and the way they think. I'm not gonna disrespect your show because I always listen to you, you know, and I know you got your. Because some shows people don't even let me on because I'm, I'm, I do go kind of crazy. But you know, man, come on, brother. When is y'all gonna wake up? I understand you got the press that that conservative party, but you know that conservative party put. Obama back in the White House. That conservative party going to give us back the House. That conservative party made y'all party look like all oh, y'all just stuck on stupid. And for when I'm hearing black right, men, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Colorado. Let me just let me just address this for a second. Under George W. Bush, I'm looking at the highest gas prices under Bush, and they range anywhere between two oh eight and two fifty a gallon. No. That, that yeah oh yeah oh yeah I got the no. facts right here in front of me two two oh eight no 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 come on brother. now I understand what I'm saying is under George W Bush the highest gas prices were between two oh eight I mean they average between two oh eight and two fifty that's an average but now under hmm? how is that Obama fault though I mean how, you know how, no, no, no. going on like this. I mean, for every president. I mean, but for everybody, the, the point they're saying across the gas is going to. But see, I, I I remember when I was in California, I paid $4 for some gas in California. Now, right. I don't care. That was on the George Bush watch. Let me answer this question because we're going we're, we're gonna to be fair right now. And I'm right. going to be fair with you. When I was a kid, when we were. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure how old you are, but I'm 50. And I just well, we, turned 50 we recently. We right there together. All right. Remember when we were young, gas was like 50 cents a gallon, 40 cents uh -huh. a gallon. And in fact, in 1998, gas peaked at a full $1.08 per gallon back in 1998. In fact, I, my hometown of Chicago, I would drive across the border into Indiana, which was not too far from the south side of Chicago, to get so gas. So that's where you're from? Because, yes. Because gas I'm was from Chicago too. I was born in Chicago. All right, I attended Finger Academy on on 112 on 112th and Wallace. I went to Orhas School. All right, not far away. So we so we know what's up. We we would yes, travel sir. we would travel across the border in Indiana to get the gas because it was three or four cents cheaper <laughs> than, uh -huh. than in Chicago. 
you're absolutely right. Gas prices have gone up with almost every president. But the difference here is that under this president, he actually wants them to go up. He wants us not to be able to afford to go to the pump and buy gas so that we will be forced, forced, Mr. Colorado, to uh -huh. purchase alternative means of transportation. He is manipulating oh. the system so that he can force us. Well, sir, I, 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 I can't agree different. with that. I'm sorry. Because, you know, I, I can't say this president won't. And well, knowing that, well, and then, okay, you well, got to look at all the problems that we have across, across okay. the other side of the world about with with Iran and all. It's a lot of issues. But let me ask you this, since you want to go back to the day. You remember when people was in line trying to get gas back in one, I forgot what year was that, that people had cars back to back trying to buy some gas because we were so short of gas. I forgot what year was that, but that was years ago, and Obama was a young man himself because he round me and your age. So, you know, this problem been going on in America with every president, and every president got blamed for this. So I'm not going to sit here. Well, hold on, Colorado. Let me, let me, let me, let me, hold on a minute. Let's hear the president's uh -huh. own words. We are about the issue of coal. Uh, you know, under my plan uh, of a cap-and-trade system, electricity rates would necessarily skyrocket. Even you know, regardless of what I say about whether coal is good or bad, because I'm capping greenhouse gases, coal-powered plants you know, natural gas, you name whatever the plants were, whatever the industry was, they would have to uh, retrofit their operations. That will cost money. They will pass that money on to consumers. Colorado. Yes, sir. You heard it from the man's own lips, his hey. own lying lips. He said that under his plan of a cap-and-trade system, energy prices would necessarily skyrocket. Now, he did not get cap-and-trade, but... He does have the power to regulate how much uh, – regulate the, the agencies to, to, to affect the same result. So what the president is doing, and, and it's quite obvious that what the president is doing is manipulating the system so that you, Mr. Colorado, and me will have to pay more at the pump and so that once we drive – when we find ourselves driving past that, that Chevy dealership – we take a second look and decide that we're going to go ahead and get that $50,000 electric vehicle that's going to take us absolutely nowhere. All right. You know what? I love the idea of me and you from Chicago, dude, so I'm going to listen to this conversation. <laughs> if you just said, you know, you said it on the conservative side, I'm going to look at it on the liberal side. I don't agree with none of that, and I'm quite sure you don't agree with shit I say. But it's just after you, my old boy, and uh, but I can't go along <laughs> with that one, player. I, I ain't gonna try to knock that, take it away from you. That's how you All right. see. <laughs> you All right, now, hold, I like that in you, homie. All right, well, hold hold now because I know you listen to G's Key Rock Show, 2020 <laughs> Radio Network, and he's on the oh, line yeah. now. So, 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 hold on, don't go anywhere because I. Sure, right. he has something he'd like to say here. Hold on a minute. G-Ski, okay. with uh, the, the C. Robert Jones situation report. G-Ski rocks at 2020 Radio Network. Doc right. Jones was crack-a-lacking. Yeah, we got your boy, Mr. Colorado, who's become quite uh, famous in blog talk circles for being a controversial call controversial caller. Yeah, I, I, I just want to get this one plug in here real quick, and, and I'll let you guys continue to do what you're doing. Um, if, you, if you go back to the uh, 2008 elections... Uh, Barack Obama received more money from oil companies than John McCain. He received more money from Exxon, uh, Chevron, Sunoco, and BP. And the the actual energy policy that we're operating in now that was signed in the Bush administration, it was a policy put forward by Bush. Barack Obama voted for that same policy. Now he's speaking yeah. out against it. Now he's speaking yeah. about it against it like he never had anything to do with it. But the reason why he did it, because he had more sinister means in mind. He was playing to get money for his state. So what he did was he sacrificed the rest of the country so that he can get favors for the state that he was currently representing. And 
all, all I'm saying is he has a double standard. He'll tell everybody one thing, but he'll do the exact opposite. All right, brother. I hear you play a player. But check this out. We had two oil junkies in the White House, Bush and Cheney, and gas with her, and they they love oil money. And look what they did to the country when it was time for oil. I ain't knocking you players at all, homie. Keep the game coming. Ain't nothing y'all can say to hurt that black president. I'm proud of that president. He ain't did no hunk, or he walked in on all this mess. <laughs> I don't care what y'all said. Yes, it's Obama turn, but guess who left his form? And he cleaning it up. But I know brothers like y'all ain't gonna give him his prop because y'all, you know, y'all been invited to them tea parties. So long y'all keep talking the way y'all come, y'all gonna keep drinking tea. But I ain't mad at you, player, guys, dog. I wish you. I, hey, I'm loving it because everything y'all saying, it was created. We had how many? White president before this brother got in there, and now all of a sudden he became the worst. And we had all the white president. They really never did nothing for nobody but their own community. And I don't blame them. What's going on in our community? Because a lot of stuff that's going on in our community is black people's fault. But I ain't gonna change my view of nothing. Mister Obama did not create this madness, and I love to hear you brothers. Side up with all that, but you can serve so I understand. So you got to press your side, and I'm going to press my, my thing is, I ain't asked nobody to never give me none. Everything I got, I earned it, and I worked hard for it. That's the way we like it, Colorado. That's the way we like it, Colorado. And even though you're, even though you're a, a liberal of the worst <laughs> order, I, I like the way, the, I like the fact that you said you ain't asked for anything, that everything you got, you earned, and, you know, I don't know if you mean that you earned that welfare check, or you earn well, that subsidy, or oh, I'm not sure. Well, that's what whatever you mean. I got, you know what, it's right. mine, and I ain't never mm-hmm. asked nobody for nothing, and I'm still ain't asking nobody for nothing. So if you want to call it welfare check, I call it my money. Cause All you right. Know what, I got my own money. I don't ask nobody to give me nothing. I got, I got my own property. I got about four buildings. I got mm-hmm. people who I know who I'm helping out. Yes, right. I call it. I call over here. I'll be snapping because I can't understand. Everybody got all time all of a sudden about what went right. so wrong in this country. And when I hear brothers get on here and slam this president like mm-hmm. he's the worst ever been, I mean, like, ain't nobody else raised taxes. Ain't nobody else did this. You ever, like Al Shocker said, boy, y'all got that blue paper power all over y'all's face, man. All right, all right, hold on, Colorado. You're going too far now. <laughs> Listen, man, I'll, t- I'll tell you what right now. Let- let's bring in Billy Bob because he's been waiting a, a minute. Uh, Billy Bob, Nick, an hour being a good. You stay right there, Colorado, because we still got some more to talk about here. Uh, 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 B- Billy Bob, what do you have to say about all this? Uh, again, I said in the chat room, uh, it's my Humvee. And I deserve uh, to be able uh, to have the gas uh, to put inside of it. I got I got my big old black Humvee with support the troops on the back, uh, and 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 that's what I'm going to do. And if you want to be a commie, if you want to be a socialist, if you want to be some kind of uh, liberal defeated crap atheist, well, you go ahead and go to Guam or something. You know, get get your your <laughs> Solar power, uh, all that bull hockey out there. Just get out of my country. <laughs> no, oh, no, yep. no doubt, Billy Bob. If I mean, uh, Colorado, listen. Let me speak to Billy no, Bob. No, no, no hold on a minute. I'm, 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 I'm just told me speaking to sense. Country. I'm going to miss the Billy Bob. Why the country can't be part of mine? Because me and you don't have the same view. Why I can't be a man? Because I have the way I think. So why all of a sudden this country belongs to you? Because you know my people got bit by dogs and got holed down by ignorant people like you because you sound like one of those country boys from Mississippi that's spitting tobacco. I got tobacco. bit by dogs so, once. So I know you got that tobacco juice all on your shirt. So Toronto, I'm not Mr. Billy Bob. I listen to you. I got bit so by a dog too. Well, Billy Bob, let me out. let me let you know, Claire. I'm glad you. But the country don't belong to you, homeboy, because I pay taxes in it. My family got they do what they got to do. I know you think you're the only people in this country pay taxes and everybody mooching off y'all. You keep having them views, yeah. homie. That's that's how the conservatives think about America today. Cause see, them soldiers over there dying. They ain't just white boys over there dying. We got a lot of brothers over there dying. Hold on, this hold country, on Colorado. Let, uh, yourself, Billy okay? Bob, let Billy Bob respond to that. Well, I mean, what am I supposed to say about that? I mean, uh, you know, 
I'm just, you know, first off, slow down so I can understand you. Uh, second off, uh, I've been bit by a dog, and I, I ain't asking for a handout. All right? I've been bit by a couple of dogs. I got, I've been bit by my own dog sometimes. All right? So, I understand, so but you get, you, get, I, I've been bit by my bit sister. By dog. Exactly. And, and you don't hear uh, the good Dr. Jones here whining, oh, I got bit by my sister. Give me solar power. You don't hear him <laughs> say that. About your dog. I was talking about when the ignorant white folks were holding people down because they just wanted to be equal like you, okay? That's the, that's the dog's up. So it's a different kind of dog. Apparently, Billy Billy Bob is not the same kind I, of dog. Oh well, I, I mean it was, it was probably one of those uh, Portuguese homosexual water dogs that Obama yeah. has. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That 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 uh, hideous looking dog that he has that that looks it's just a weird looking that ain't dog. A dog. That it's not ain't really, a dog. It's not, it's not a man's dog, that's for sure. It's that it is definitely not a man's dog. A man's dog is like a coonhound or or a German Shepherd, something mm. like that. Or a Rottweiler. A, a amen to that. Mm-hmm. You know, some, something that when it's going to bite you, it's going you going to feel it. It's going to take a. It's going to take. It's going to. It's going to draw some blood. It's going to take kind of a dog. big old chunk out of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. And come back for more. And and I still ain't going to whine about it. Exactly. We're not asking for solar power. Like like Billy Bob said, we're not asking for all that just because we got bit by a couple of dogs, uh, Mr. Colorado. Man, Billy Bob sounds like he don't just whine. He's saying the blues, too. I bet he got a good side in that house. He can sing some hell of blues. I bet he can write some mean song for B.B. King. I want to hear Billy, Billy Bob sounds like a whiner. He sounds like a dirty man. He sounds like somebody stuck oh, on stupid, so I'm going to keep you I, real, Billy Bob. You sound like you stuck on All right. <laughs> Colorado. Just name-calling, name-calling, name-calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm that, 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 That's the way liberal defeated crabs go. Just disgusting, vile, venal, sinful, latte-sipping, Volvo-driving, New York Times-reading liberal, just calling names. That's what they do when they can't when they when they when they can't uh you know make their point when they don't have a point they they stoop to name calling and I tell you what Mr. Colorado you know I appreciate the fact that he he says that he he everything he got he earned uh but I'm not sure exactly if that means the same thing that it means to me and you you know maybe he believes that he's owed the 40 acres and a mule or maybe he's owed a living by the government and he's earned that by by the simple fact that he's a black man and he 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 he's earned that because his ancestors suffered through 7000 years of slavery or whatever well, i want to ask him right now even uh, more if you count the muslims really well oh, yeah no, hey, six, hey six doc, hey doc. yeah yeah i i just want to uh can you ask Mr. Colorado this one question? Because he keeps on talking about uh, these white boys that were sicking dogs on people. Ask him if he knows what party they belong to. Yeah, let me ask you this. Uh, that's a great point, G Ski. Uh, uh, Mr. Colorado, you there? Yeah, I know what party they belong. They belong to the Democrat Party. I don't forget that. I know where, but it's this new party coming out, this Tea Party and change the world. It's this Tea Party walking around being ignorant. It's this Tea Party wanting to say the country belongs to them. This this Tea Party and lost everything said, since we got this black president. It's this Tea Party said everything that went wrong in their life since Mr. Obama been in It's this new party that's called the Tea Party and made this country look like everybody stuck on stupid on the but conservative it's, side. It is, it is the con- Democrat they, Party that is responsible they, for the murdering of our people, and you give you them a pass. A I, ask, I know what the Democrats did back in the day. Yeah. I know my history. You're giving them a pass. I, I'm not giving, You're giving them a pass. Them a pass. It's, it's okay you, because – Y'all because gave they, Russell they, a pass they, when he disrespect that woman. You could say uh, when he called that woman a hoe and a bitch. Oh, I don't know, no, no, come on, no. come on, Colorado. I don't recall Daddy in trouble now. I don't, they gonna I don't knock recall Rush Limbaugh hanging people, hanging black people. I don't recall Rush Limbaugh uh, setting our people on fire. I don't recall Rush Limbaugh sicking dogs on our people. That was the Democrat Party. Now, if you're going to give them a pass, that's fine. But 
understand this. They dragged that black man behind that truck in Texas. Democrats. Rush Limbaugh ain't never said a racist thing in his whole life, ever. Well, that I can agree on. I mean, uh, he said ever. some things that some people have uh, perceived to be racist, but I, you know, and I've been listening but to Rush since 1988. But here's the thing, Billy Bob, uh, uh, G Ski, and and Mr. Colorado, Bill Maher has said much worse, much worse, and is damn proud of it, and he gets a pass. By the liberal media and the Obama administration, who uh, has reportedly accepted uh, what a million dollars for, for for their campaign from Bill Maher, so uh, I wonder how Mr. Carrallo feels about that, because Bill Maher has been repeatedly uh, using he's even used the c word, which we all know is taboo. That's one word that you do not use unless you you're looking you know to get hit over the head with something or or or, or shot or stabbed or, or or something like that. He's used that word repeatedly. What do you have to say about that, Mister Colorado? Hey, Shatter, hey, I'm your homeboy. You ain't got to lie, Obama. Obama did not accept that money. Same way some people who give money to the conservative party, mm-hmm. they gave it to that party who helped Obama. So you can't knock because he won't give up a million dollars because look at all them rich folks getting that money to McCain and all that. Obama ain't got nothing to do with that money, player, so he never No, 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 no. I said you got to no, trust no. your boys. Don't lie on my president like that, oh, all right? Oh, come on now. Hold on a minute. Real. Let's keep this game real Let's now. Let's keep it real. That's right. So, so, so... Are you saying on, that you, Bill Maher, who supports you. Bill Maher, who supports the wait a minute now, Bill Maher, okay. who supports the Democrats, who supports oh. the liberals, who supports this president, calling women bitches and hoes and using the c word and all of that, he gets a pass. He supports the president. The president spoke to what Rush said, but not to what Bill Maher said has said repeatedly over the last three years. And said that he wouldn't want Sasha and Malia, his two hideous daughters, to be called names. But he 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 has allowed Bill Maher to contribute to his campaign, to support his administration. But he calls Rush out in a press conference and not Bill Maher. Do you think that's fair? You know what? Well, I'm going to tell you like this. None of mm-hmm. it's fair. But how many of you conservatives have came out and, and called Rush out? about what he said about that young lady. None of y'all leaders stepped up. None of y'all leaders ain't came out and said, oh, it's just he's a man, you know, he's, he's entertaining. No, that wasn't entertaining. That was stupid. That was stupid because he was a young girl trying to get her life together like all of them. So, you know, like you just called Obama daughter, the names that you call them. Them I young girls you. come on too, they smile. They ain't never, I ain't seen them never look like Hoochie Mama. But see, take several, what? What that white woman name who daughter got pregnant at sixteen, but that's who y'all want to be y'all vice president? That big trailer park lady she ain't nothing but a rich trailer park, bro. <laughs> so you know, let's keep it calm. All right, all right. Well, let's do that, Bill. Let, let's stick to let's let's get. I'll I'll, I'll move well, away you know, from Obama's daughters. I won't say anything bad about it. You don't say anything about bad about that. I think he put it. I think he hit it right on the head that those two girls is hideous. I, I, I weep for America uh, the way those two girls is come out. I mean, I mean, they're probably going to grow up uh, to be some kind of man-hating lesbians because uh, Obama's bisexual <laughs> to begin with, at least, if not out of full-out homo. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's, that's kind of tight. Hey, let, let me... Well, you a trip, homie. I like the music player. Now, they're going to go up and be laughing, but every time you look around, one of the priests playing with somebody, the kids. The, well, the, the apple don't y'all, fall hey, Man, please, check yourself. The apple don't fall far from the tree. All right? Larry Sinclair come out, said he had homosex in the back of the limousine with Barack Summer homo bin Laden. And, and, and so what's going to happen? He and this, he, he and that, that, so-called wife who may be uh, one of them transgendered. We don't know. We ain't seen her birth certificate neither. Well, that's... <laughs> I wow. guess that's... <laughs> Billy, Bob is off the chain, Doc. <laughs> I know. Hey, let me, hey, let, me say, let me say this real quick. Uh, Bill Maher... 
Bill Maher dated a black chick. If anybody remembers, her name was Superhead. The reason why they broke up was because Bill Maher referred to her as for referred to her as his slave. See, that just ain't right. You know, I mean, Rush Limbaugh don't cuss. He yeah. don't. He he don't say things that Bill Maher says. All right. Um, Chattown, could I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, now, I'm listening to you. You're a brother from Chicago. You say you grew up in the hood and you know what's going on. Now, if you don't feel that man and disrespect your young sister, I know you don't see Obama as a black man because you're concerned you got to please stupid motherfucker like Billy Bob. But for you to stand hold up on, and now, hold brother, on, don't, disrespect oh, no, oh, Obama's no. kids now, that way. Wait, you wait a minute now. Wait a minute now, no, Colorado. You're going too far now. Seriously. We we can't have any of that. But I'll I tell got you, on the full armor of God. He can call me what he wants. It's just gonna ping right off me. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that, Billy. But we can't we can't have that kind of talk. So Colorado, you know, stop stop that. But look here, here's the deal, Barack Obama. You know what? Here's the deal, Colorado. You I and I, you, you and I are black. We yes, we, we we are black men. Yes. Barack Hussein Obama is not a black man. He don't give it. He couldn't give a. He couldn't give a damn about you, or any other black person in the United States of America. And I'll tell you why. Dude has. I would suggest. Yeah, I don't know for sure, but your family lineage extends from slavery. And so does mine. I know mine does for a fact. I'm a historian, and and you know, and I, I've done I've done my research. My bona fides are clear. But Barack Obama. Does not family lineage does not extend from slavery. He he does not even he does not understand the black experience in any way shape or form. His mama is white. His daddy's from Kenya. He is not one of us. Why are you all continuing to make him to be one of us? Okay, he just yes. shares the same just because he throws out a Negro dialect every now and then, and and he and 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 and, and leaves his R's out or his S's out, and tries to pretend that he's black just because he has brown skin. You think he's a black man? When was the last time that Barack Hussein Obama took that big black bus that he purchased from Canada and rolled through any black neighborhood? He's always out in the rural white areas. The black black unemployment is higher than it has been in the last 50 years since the Great Depression. No blacks are uh, benefiting from his presidency other than the fact that they can say proudly and stick out their chest and say, we have a black president. What is your attraction to this clown? Because uh, you asked me a question, right? You said yes, he's not a black man, but I'm going to tell you like this. Oh, yeah, he's a black man because since he's been the president of the United States, the white folks had to make him bring out his, his ID to prove who he was. And, you know, when you when you got a black parent and a white parent, when it's mixed like that, white America already out of mind and make you being black. So that bullshit you talking about, when he had to take out his ID and prove who he was, just like when the police he stopped us all the time, they were well, he proved he's, to himself. He, he's if you're a Shot don't tell me you're a birther. Don't tell me you want them ignorant summer bitches. Please Hold don't up, tell no. me you're a birther. <laughs> Hold on, don't tell me you them stupid summer bitches. He crossed the line again, uh, uh, Colorado. I, I, I don't, I don't believe that the president of the United States is qualified to be president. But at this point, the point is moot. He is president right now. Getting him out of office, correcting the mistake that we've made by not. By not vetting him properly, will be to remove his so-called black ass this coming November. You know, I quite frankly, I don't care if he's black, white, purple, or green. You know, Stalin was not a black man. Amen. Uh, 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 Hitler was not a black man. But amen. To my mind, Barack Obama is no different from any of those guys, and it doesn't matter to me whether he's black or not. I didn't vote for him, and I didn't vote for him because he's black. I didn't vote for him for any of those reasons. I voted I voted against him because he's a socialist, and he's hell-bent on destroying this country as we know it, and I can't have that. Yeah. All right. Amen. Uh, yeah. yeah. Y'all was real well-spoken. I just want to let you know that. Hey, well, and also, also, guys, don't forget that uh, when he replaced – 
his press secretary with Jay Carney, he passed up a black man, Bill Burton. Bill Burton, Bill Burton was second in line to become the press secretary after Robert Gibbs had uh, resigned. But he passed over Bill Burton, a black man from Buffalo, New York, for Jay Carney. And, and he does that all the time. He, he doesn't look at black folks the same. And like you indicated, Doc, he, he doesn't think much of black folks. When was the last time he rode through a black neighborhood? The closest he comes is when he, when he visits Chicago. And how often does he visit Chicago? He doesn't visit Chicago. He may go once or twice during the summertime. And yeah. other than that, he goes to where all the white people go. He goes to Martha Vineyard. He goes to Hawaii. He goes everywhere where a black face is far, far from him. So if you, if you tell yeah. me that he believes that you know he's a true black man, that's not the case. Look at all of his actions. All of his actions prove otherwise. You're exactly right. And you know what? Barack Hussein Obama did not live on the south side. He did not live anywhere near 95th and Halsted. Very uh, two blocks away from uh, where Reverend Wright's church is, the heart of the hood, the heart of the South Side, where most black folks live and hang out. He moved to beautiful, eclectic Hyde Park, where there are million dollar homes, two three million dollars right on the lake. That's where he lives. That's where his resident residence is. I could see if the man got himself a roach infested uh, uh, three uh, walk up, a three uh, two bedroom walk up in the heart of the city, in the heart of the South Side. But that's not where he lived. That's not how he lived. Dude could care less about black people. He is paying lip service to the black population. They're voting for him in droves. Simply because he's black, his policies be damned, but they're going to start feeling it in just a few months, and I believe that there's going to be a change of tune. I think you're spot on about that. I think I think that you are exactly right. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I don't mean no disrespect, but I'm blacker than Brock Sumahomo. <laughs> All right? I, I mean... You know, and that Colorado guy, he said I could sing the blues, too. So, I mean, it's backed up right there. Well, exactly. So he backed you up right there because, you you know, you probably got a, you know, blue, a rusty old blues guitar and you can try. So he knew what the deal was right away. You're absolutely exactly. right, Billy Bob. Amen. Billy Bob. Yeah, Billy Bob has a show, uh, Billy Bob Neck, The Hour of Being Good. It is informative and humorous. I don't know. Uh, 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 gee, have you, have you listened to Billy Bob's show? I'm uh, downloading his shows as we speak because of you, Doc. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Amen. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all gonna learn a lot. Y'all gonna learn an awful lot, and and that that's why God put me here. We're gonna learn a lot. We're also gonna laugh a lot, and not at you, my man, but with you. Your shows Amen. are hilarious, and they are great. Oh man, I've I've been listening for the last what nine months. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all, y'all, and I want to thank you for that. That that's one of the reasons that I want to call up say thank you for for uh, for coming by and being a part of it. Hey, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Uh, right. Thank thanks, Billy Bob. Right, I'm a, I'm gonna get off uh, with you and let y'all finish off the show. God bless you. All right, God bless you, Billy. All, All right. right. Wow, I have been. I my my day is complete. Uh, <laughs> Billy Bob on my show. Uh, wow, wow. That that's almost like having a Rush Limbaugh come on to Blog Talk. Almost, not quite, but almost like having Rush Limbaugh come on to my show. Billy Bob is the man. I love his shows. Hey, th- th- love him or hate him? No, there is no love him or hate it. There's love his show or listen to it, laugh and enjoy it. Wow. Okay, I wonder what happened to Mr. Colorado. What I'm happened? Back. You back? Oh yeah, I ain't oh, gone. Let me say this to you, homie. Talk I was cool with you till you. I was down with you, Shy Town. Mm-hmm. I heard you became a birther. I can understand Billy Bob being an ignorant son with that birther shit and all that other stupid shit. Mm-hmm. But you're a brother from Chicago, and you know. Say, let me tell you something right I now. I heard you become a birther. Oh man, you. Now I, now I ain't got no respect for because you were stuck on stupid now. Well, hold on now. I understand not, Billy not, Bob up with that dumb hold, shit. Hold on, hold you, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Colorado. 
let me explain something to you. Not that I'm I'm not seeking your approval at all. Uh, none, none, mind you. But I am not a birther. I don't give a damn. I want the guy gone for a variety of reasons. I could care less whether he was born here in the United States or on the moon. He sucks all okay. to be damned. And you sound like an ignorant son, but you keep kissing Billy Bob ass. Come on now. You're going too far again. I had to mute you. <laughs> the name calling is not a good idea. All right, so um, so now we had to let uh, we had to let Mr. Colorado go, or he checked out on his own. I'm not sure which one, but yeah, yeah, we can't we can't go with the we can't go with the the whole name calling thing. That that's outrageous. Uh, I I enjoyed his call in right up until the point where he he became uh, unruly. All right, so geez, key anything you have to say before we wrap things up? Nah, Doc, I think you got it all under control. Uh, you, you're acting like a true Marine doing the doggone thing. So uh, all, right, man. all I can say is a uh, great job and uh, keep on doing your doggone thing. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. I'm going to wrap this show up, and then we're going to get up out of here. Oh, wow. Uh, listen to listen to Billy Bob's show. It is hilarious. It is informative. He's got a wide following I have been following this show since I started on Blog Talk Radio. So it's actually been almost a year, if not more. Um uh, and uh I recommend I highly recommend it. I am I am actually honestly, can I be honest with you right now? I'm actually kind of proud that he called into my show that he actually tuned in cuz uh you know, I've been following his show for a very long time. But let's move on. Echo writes in the chat room. The debt was never to be repaid. Read the EWA of 1933. Indeed, it's all BS. You know what? I know exactly what Echo is talking about, and I could not agree more. Now, Southern Sense has um, a show coming up tomorrow where she's going to be talking about a lot of the uh, a lot of the stuff that uh, we talked about now. So she's not going to enter the debate, but her show is going to be on tomorrow, and it's going to be great. As usual, she's going to be on with Cool Mike, my main man. I love that guy. Um, and, I, and I love Southern Sense, too. Her shows are great. Be there, be square. We've also got 2020 Radio Network with G-Ski Rocks. His show is fantastic and informative. I can't believe that G-Ski came on the scene after me and produces a, a better show. His show is great. I, I have to admit that G-Ski shows are so well organized and so well done. With me, I'm more of a seat of my pants kind of guy. I decide what I'm going to talk about like just a few hours before the show and just kind of winging it and making it up as I go. And I kind of like to do that. It's part of my personality. But G-Ski shows are always so well produced and and, uh, and informative and laid out just right. I recommend it highly. Be there or be square. Uh so uh, before we shut this down, let's go ahead and give a shout out to the folks in the chat room, 2020 Radio Network, Alexander Solo, Billy Bob Neck, Blog Talk King, Casanova Frankenstein, I love that name, Evil Clown, my main man, G-Ski, 183, who also has a really fine show on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, I tell you what, if you can stay awake, if you can down the espresso, plug it in intravenously like I do – 2020 Radio Network is also a fantastic show continuously, perpetually in the top the top 15, the top 20. These guys are great. Uh so, you know, there's a, there are a lot of great blog talk hosts out there who are doing uh who, who are producing such uh, great shows that are informative and, you know, I attribute all of this to the resurgence in the Republican Party. And how well, um, you know, how concerned we are about where this nation is heading, about where we're going right now. So, um, yeah, yeah, the Super Tuesday show was magnificent. Everybody had a great Super Tuesday show, including me. But I tell you what, 
the best Super Tuesday shows were the ones that followed my show, in my opinion. I did not get a chance to listen to uh, Southern Sense and Tesla's show because I was on at the same time. But I suspect, and I'll listen a little bit later on tomorrow, that that show was simply fantastic, of course. G's Geese show, fantastic. 2020 uh, G's Geese show, fantastic. And of course, I don't know what happens. Something happens after 11 o'clock, 11.30, when, 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 when GDT's show takes place. The, the freaks come out at night. I'll tell you what, that's, that should be the theme song for GGT's show because the freaks come out at night. And I'll tell you what, not only is this show extremely informative, but it's also very funny and uh, very well produced. Uh, <laughs> All right, guys. I want to thank everybody for being here tonight. We're going to wrap this up. And, um, you know, oh, by the way, I want to let everybody know that I am uh, in search of a substitute host for my blog talk radio show while I am out on the boat in the middle of the ocean suffering. Drinking my ties, eating 24 hours a day, ordering room service, and not even eating the food, ordering just because I can. I'm going to be on the ocean on a fine cruise ship that's just been refurbished. I'm going to be suffering, missing you all, but in the meantime, I need a substitute host. So if anybody knows anybody out there who wants to host their own blog talk radio show for one, two, three, or four hours, hit me up. You know where to find me. Other than that, hey, I hope everyone has a wonderful night. We're blowing this popsicle stand. Good night, folks. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. We are out. Try not to get worried. Try not to turn on to problems that upset you. Don't you know everything's all right? Yes, everything's fine. And we want you to sleep well tonight. Let the world turn without you tonight. If we try, we'll get by, so forget all about us tonight. Everything's all right, yes. Everything's all right, yes. Sleep and I shall soothe you, calm you, and anoint you for your hot forehead. Then you feel everything's all right, yes. Everything's fine, and it's cool and the ointment sweet for the fire in your head and feet. Close your eyes, close your eyes, and relax. Think of nothing tonight. Hey, woman, you find ointment brand new and expensive. Should happen safe for the poor. Why has it been wasted? We could have raised maybe 300 silver pieces or more. People were hungry. People who are starving, they matter more than your feet and hands. Try not to get worried, try not to turn on to problems that upset you. Don't you know everything's alright, yes, everything's alright, yes. Surely you're not saying we have the resources to save the poor from their lot. There will be poor always, pathetically struggling. Look at the things you've got. Think while you still have me move, while you still see me. You'll be lost and you'll be sorry when I'm gone. Your head.